We realized to not say to everyone that we're you know, the new rock star kid on the block, that we own that space, but rather really talking about the challenges and problems that we have. Even until today, our financial deck and the reporting starts out with, with the bad. Hello and welcome. My name is Oliver Aus and it is my job on this podcast, Speak Like a CEO, to dissect and discuss the tactics, tools, tricks and tips of leading CEOs and founders in terms of communications, how they communicate with internal, external and financial audiences. And today my guest is Klaus Wegener. Hi, Klaus. Hey, pleasure to be here. Fantastic. Thank you for coming. And uh, you've been the founder and you are the founder of a number of companies, most notably at the moment, uh, 35 Up. Um, but before that, um, you said to me uh, when we previously chatted that if you don't communicate problems, you won't get help. So I wanted to ask you about that. So what led you to that insight, which I think is totally true, but I would love to hear the story behind it. Um, so when we when we started out um, with 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 Caseable in the very beginning, and that was um, in, in in New York. So uh, you know the first the first problem I think um, uh, creating the company in 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 New York in Brooklyn without having much money was um, was already quite quite the quite the pain. But um, we realized that um, and, and very early on to uh, to not you know say to everyone that we're sort of the you know the new rock star kit on the block that we you know own that space um but rather really talking about the, the the challenges and problems that we have and and this is something that we that we continue to do um even with our um with our angels our investors people that we got on board um and and our even even up until today our our financial deck and the reporting starts out with with the bad the very first slide is the the the, the bad the second slide is the good because even even back at caseable when we um we had a lot of uh, a lot of angels and most of them entrepreneurs and all of them had the same challenges the same struggles at at some point and not a lot of people had time um for for the calls or even you know to 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 actually go through the entire reporting but the very first the very first slide really pointed out the the, the challenges and the problems um where we needed um the, the support the most and covering that up or even you know not 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 telling everything to the to the detail to the to the detail where where you need the support is 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 just plain plain stupid um because essentially you all sit in one board and 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 also um with 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 externals um i've i've been to so many different um uh events um uh, in berlin in the us uh startup events where everybody tells you you know that they got the next rockstar app the next venture and etc and it's to some extent completely understandable that you need to to say that because it also gives you yourself a better a better feeling but it doesn't help you that much um and and that kind of really um, was was sort of the the, the the turning point early on really um, to to be very very open um, and 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 start you know even even uh, the conversations like hey we're you know this is kind of where we struggle um, what's your experience that's very interesting because as you said most of the time it's all sunshine it's all wonderful or uh, when that story doesn't hold up anymore, it's, it's a hashtag epic fail. So I think you get very little nuance in, in the usual startup story. But how do, how do investors react when you almost start a conversation with, okay, this is, this is why you shouldn't invest in us? Because it's unusual, right? 
It's it's very unusual. Um, it 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 at of course you know usually when you when you when you open the com- the conversation with that it it follows with like okay but that that that's you know those are the opportunities that if we are able to you know um, basically ch- challenge and and tackle the 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 the, the issues then that's kind of what you what you get and from early on um when you you start you know i wouldn't really start the conversation hey you shouldn't invest in us but um but um but really talk about the the, the challenges it it gives the the investor a very um good um view on how you communicate down the road because um even bad news to an investor is 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 in a way um, good news because they know where you stand also from a value perspective, um, but also where they can help the most, um, and that's that's the most important for me. And if 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 an investor, then because I you know started the conversations with sort of the problems and and the challenges that we that we have, does then not invest? He or she is probably not the right investor in the first place. Interesting. And um, you mentioned Caseable a few times. So what does Caseable do? So Caseable was my uh, or is my first my first venture that I built with with Marvin, my my co-founder back in, in 2010. And we had the idea to produce customized um, laptop, uh, tablet and uh, cell phone accessories really produced on demand um, with current, you know, a footprint in, in the US. We started in, in, in Brooklyn, uh, what I mentioned earlier, um, and now have a pretty strong presence also in, in, in Europe. But um, it was it was yeah it was it was quite tough in the very beginnings you know given that we started in two thousand nine or ten I think we launched end of two thousand ten um, it was really you know early on especially in Berlin as well but also in in the U S um, the, the 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 whole startup community startup environment the 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 entire process of, of sharing and, and finding, you know, best practices, especially in the startup environment, wasn't wasn't there given given if we have the time. But I think we we kind of maneuvered ourselves out of out of all the, the challenges, the problems. And uh, yeah, the company is uh, still around, still growing. Um, first time external management, which I think actually does a better job than I do. So <laughs> um, but that's that's the different story, I guess. Yeah. Who's a typical who's a typical customer for Caseable? Typical customer is um is 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 usually um, I think it's like seventy seventy five percent female um, people that like to uh, to have a sustainable case um, have something something unique given you know that every every product is produced um, on demand but we also have a lot of um, customers um, in the U S that um, that you know for 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 the Amazon tablets for 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 um, for iPad. Um, for, for the iPad tablets, they want something unique with their, you know, may it be really their their family pictures on it, um, something unique when they when they sit at the at the coffee table and have, uh, or even at a cafe and want 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 to express themselves. But we also um, have quite the the strong community of of, of artists that uh, that 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 make uh, money through um, through 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 Caseable um, when they sell their products. So it's it's also basically the the the, the people that find the the artists. Quite, quite intriguing, um, and you know, then they buy from 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 case. That's interesting because we all have kind of the same phones, right? They're like only a few models most people would use, and so it makes sense to individualize that to some extent, I suppose. Um, you mentioned to me previously that uh, it wasn't always easy to get the right cases to the right customers on time, and that you faced quite a significant crisis at some point. I think it was like 2019. Could could you speak to us about that? 
Yeah, so so yeah, so 2018 and 19 were quite interesting. I think 2018 were were you know was a year where pretty much everything worked. Um, growth was there. Um, you know, um, the partners were super excited about the product quality. It really worked well. Team was there. We even wanted to go to uh, to Japan. Um, I visited the country a couple of times to actually set up processes there. And then 2019. It was basically because I think there was at the time a change in the um, in the U.S. customs regulations that we just didn't have on our radar. And given that we just, you know, kind of the, it, we, which we had in our mind to never change a running system, it it always worked, right? And we 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 ship, you know, our products across the globe um, where where it's needed and where we where we have inventory. Um, and at that time, it was usually. We, we only needed like two two to five days from you know the order to to the end customer um, but in in 2019 we especially like end of January we started to see a lot of our internal uh, control systems sort of the the traffic light systems uh, you know um, um, flipping to red and we realized that a lot of our orders didn't reach the end customer and we we started to dig and it was at the end of the day really the the u.s customs that because of an internal erp error that we had refused to let um the the, the our products into the country and it was not it was it was not a couple of hundred right it was thousands and thousands of units and given that we that we that we have a lot of um, um, a lot of partners that rely on our services, right? So, because a big portion of the business is also B two B two C, right? We produce um, products for customers of our partners. Um, that was a massive, you know, really a massive clusterfuck. We had we had problems um, across the board. People started to call. We, I think, our our ratings, online uh, reviews, Trustpilot, and the other ones went from 4.8 to 0. Point something. I didn't even know that we that you know you could go below one, um, and and it was it was it was quite. I, I really slept badly for probably three months. Um, um, but what we did was early on. Um, so there were two challenges, right? Number one is, of course, um, the, the challenge with, with with our partners and the customers. So those two kind of were hand in hand. We we informed customers very openly. Feedback was from, okay, I hate you guys, all the way to, okay, completely understandable. Um, this happens. So it was it was super difficult to even find a, 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 a you know an, an aligned communication um, because the the feedback was so 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 different from the market and let, let, let's hit just let sure. me briefly hit the post button. There's lots to unpack and this is I think very important. Uh, so first of all, just for my understanding, ERP mistake. What does that mean? What held up the packages? So it was a it was a it was a mistake from uh, from our internal systems. So um, mm. our internal systems they had priced the products at a different um, um, at a different price than they should have should have been it should have gone out as, um, and that caused the U.S. customs to um to to kind of block um the products and also it was at the time that um that um you needed to mark um the products um if they come from china that they are made in china and that was this the switch that the that the trump administration um changed 
that before that it didn't have to say made in China and afterwards it had to say um, made in China. So, but that was the bigger, the bigger issue even um, that we, that all, none of our products actually said made in China because, you know, we, we, you know, we manufactured them, we assembled them in the US and in, in, in Germany. Um, but it didn't, it didn't matter because the spare parts and, and the, the, the biggest physical product still came from, came from China and you had to declare that it made, made, made in China. Mm. And that was the, that was the change. So you were basically um, a victim of a global trade war, so to speak. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. And that, that was also pretty funny because, you know, customers really said, yeah, well, you know, it's, it's Trump's fault, which, yeah, it was, it was nice that they said that, but it didn't help me that much. I can imagine. And then you mentioned um, Trustpilot that you went from four point something to zero point something. I mean, that must have come as a, as a shock to the system for for a fledgling, com- relatively new company, right? Yeah, I mean, we, we it was it was it was brutal for us. It was not only you know brutal from a, from a B two B or partner perspective. You know, it, it took probably it took us a year to get out of that. Really, from because uh, it, it's it's easier for for customers to complain about you, and as a customer, as a, as a company, it's much more difficult to find those uh, those partners, uh, those those customers that actually give you a good review um, compared to the ones that, that 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 don't. Right? I think it's like really five bad reviews come to one unless you you know you ask for it and, and enforce it. Um, so that was that was number one, the biggest issue, and the, the, the second one is really to motivate your team in that at that time right because essentially we were all we were all in one boat um nobody had um at at the time in the very beginning a solution for it because we just didn't know what was going on and 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 communicating that openly to 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 our um and really as it was to our um to our employees to the partners what challenges we were facing including you know of course you can imagine the for, for four or five months in a row, the, the number one point in, 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 the, in the investors reporting in, in the first section of the bad was always something, hey, we need, we need support with U.S. Customs. Um, but again, there, everybody was aligned. Everybody knew that we had to get through this. Um, we knew what was at stake. Um, and the entire company at the end of the day was at stake. But only with, you know, with, with, with number one, really openly communicating what the issue were, what the issue was. And then also, um, communicating, um, your, your, your way forward, right? Always, um, communicate. Okay. This is, this is where we are. Um, and this is kind of what we are going to do. We have already taken measures to do X, Y, Z to avoid this in the future. And so we're not, you know, we, we we're not perfect. Stuff like that can, can, can always happen, happens to, you know, even the biggest companies. But to work very closely with, um, with the partners um, has helped us. And there, was, and there was one secret ingredient, really, for us. Not because of that moment, but even before, we had very, very strong relationships with the customer service teams of our partners. And usually, part you know, usually when you when when you have partnerships, only we were one of the very few companies that had a very, very good relationship with, or even talked to the customer service teams of of our partners. And with them, because they were so close to the customers, we were able to quickly optimize processes, um, have a joint communication. Um, and, and it was actually not that bad after all that we, that we thought it would be, um, in the very beginning, given the help that we received. Um, and again, we, we really asked for the help. We said, Hey, this is, this is really where we screwed up. Um, but with, you know, your help and, and, you know, going forward with the measures that we took, 
um, we we got through it. It took until I would say, yeah, probably six months to actually get 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 over it. Yeah, it's super interesting because in a way you follow the textbook formula, my formula at least for um, for crisis communications um, that you acknowledge apologize and act so you acknowledged you have a problem you didn't you didn't blame someone else you apologize to your partners and customers and then acted so it would be fixed but also wouldn't happen again and on the flip side of that are the triple d deny diminish deflect which is when you basically oh it's not that bad or you know it's trump's fault or you know just just deny there is a problem because that always um leads to worse outcome and and i think it's fantastic that you respond in the right way and then your your reputation is actually enhanced in the long run because partners know they can rely on you and we all make mistakes right so mistakes happen it's it's always the question how do you react to it but i but i would imagine you would had you had internal conversations about okay how do we react to this could you walk us through that i mean were there different views or were you just sure we have to own this mistake and and move forward it was it was it was it was quite the debate. I mean, but given given the the, the circumstances and also the the, the, the gravity um, of, of of the relationships with with our partners that we had built up over the years, we we really just thought, okay, you know, it it's, it, it has to be it has to be quite open. Um, you know, if 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 if, if I think always work first of all, I'm a strong believer in karma and and also the truth, right? It, it'll it'll come out eventually and even if you're if you're able to manage um the, the 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 situation and get out of it and then afterwards people realize you know that it has been even worse or where certain certain items were not were not properly discussed i think that's 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 even that's even worse but i had also quite the strong support of my um now co-founder back then also co-md uh, um Fabian, who had previously worked at, at at BCG, and I think there they they also get quite the quite the extensive coaching in um in, in crisis management, and it was exactly what you said, right? Like acknowledge um, or realize it first of all, and then and acknowledge, uh, make a plan, and 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 turn it around and communicate quite openly. But um, and also the way that we communicate is like it really was okay. There's the elephant in the room. Um, this is what happened, and this is how we're going uh, how we're going forward. Um, the, the conversations we had with with the partners were not pleasant um, whatsoever. But I think from from where we where we were and where we're now, we had then partners, and that was one of the best moments. Um, it was at a at a dinner, um, I think a year later, and with with all the processes in place, the communication, um, and we learned tremendously. And I think that's one of the most valuable points. He really said, "You're you're one of the best partners we've ever had," and. That has really told me, hey, this this was the right decision to openly discuss um, and ask for their support um, when 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 in trouble. Yeah, um, and and how did you get out of this um, uh, the, the the trust pilot hole you were in? Did you just have to wait it out until people left positive reviews, or could you could you basically inform you know put push this forward a little? Yeah, we, 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 of course, like we, we had a lot of, um, customer service interaction in both, in both ways, right? I mean, um, a lot of people were then reaching out to us and one of the, we, we have an amazing uh, customer service team. Um, and all of them were, you know, if they could send, say, the customer's happy, they, of course, asked for, Hey, can you please leave a good review? It would make, it would mean the world to us openly also saying, Hey, we're, we're, we're kind of a small company, startups. We, we did make mistakes, but it will help. We, we, you know, we all, we are all one big family here and we want to continue and not kind of, sh you know, shut the doors that that helped. And I think we're now at like four point back at four point something, but that was painful. <laughs> Amazing. 
Now let, let's move forward. So not sure. not content to have one global business uh, up and running and going well, you had the urge to start something new. I, I, I gather from what you said that you're quite happy that you have a management team now looking after Caseable and you founded, co-founded 35Up. So what, what happened there? So, so thirty-five up was 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 an idea that um, that Fabian and I had um, in in in, in Caseable. So we we from from early on um, we we had the idea to to um, have our products uh, sold in other outlets. Right, we already had partners and stuff, and we manufactured quite 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 the amount of of, of cases. But we thought, hey, it would make the most sense to you know produce those cases on demand the minute. A partner like I'd say Vodafone, t Telecom, you name it, um, would sell a phone with with a contract, and we thought, you know, we approached them and say, hey, great, yeah, you guys have amazing cases, we know you, let's um, let's put them in our inventory and we we sell them, and if we don't sell them, we'll send everything back, and we're like, okay, that makes no sense from a, you know, this sounds like from the '90s how how people do business, but also from a from a sustainability perspective, it doesn't make sense, and also liquidity perspective, you know, you're taking back, I don't. Know, I don't twenty five percent of the cases or the products just doesn't make sense. Plus, we couldn't sell them afterwards because most of them were branded. Um, so, so we thought, okay, how you know, is there a way we are you know we could push our products sort of into that checkout funnel, into the funnel where other people buy their phones, where buy, where they buy their contracts. Um, and we developed a sort of the the, the API one point um, I'd say um, had you know with 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 Robert Ermich, one of the I think one of the guests you also had um, previously uh, in the podcast, um, the founder of, of of Dine Handy, and he's like, okay, you know, you really solve a problem for us. We don't want to have any inventory. We want to be able to 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 sell more in the checkout, um, but want to really do that on demand. And he was he was, um, and and I'll really thanks to him as well. Um, we were you know we we tested it and were you know this yeah I said thanks to him we 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 were able to start 35 up because once we saw this, the 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 success that we had that people really bought the cases in that checkout and were okay with getting um two packages one you know with the case um and the other one with the phone um it was it was sort of the starting point where we realized okay this is this is much bigger than just for the telco space um let's let's carve it out let's let's create a new company given that you know with one company with caseable we had already been going for 10 years it's a completely different business model and and also the the the, the 35 up um or you know, building this 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 embedded cross-selling solution, which I'm going to get to in a second, is is is, is really something completely new. Um, and embedded cross-selling means, at the end of the day, that we want to be able to um, have products um, showcased and sold in the checkout um, of our partners in that funnel when people buy their the main product, um, and then automatically be able to to select. Um, the the different different products that that do come from 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 other vendors from other partners, so they don't have to have those. So the merchants that we call them, the, the online shops, don't have to have them in inventory. They do not have to buy anything. There's you know it's it's better for 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 working capital, but also the sheer amount, the vast amount of products or access to 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 to, to those products was was kind of was kind of key for us. Um, and we and 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 that was two thousand I think end of two thousand twenty. 
um, and, and, and kicked it off in 2021. It sounds like a brilliant idea because you're empowering smaller merchants, I guess, primarily who, who otherwise have to have terms dictated by the bigger players like the telcos. Um, and also from a sustainability perspective, right? Because there's a lot of waste in the system of unwanted inventory, which then tends to be destroyed and goes to landfill, I think. Is that is that right? Correct, correct. Most of it. It's it's really interesting because um, a lot of people, first of all, see the you know the 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 the, the issue of, of of customers getting two boxes, um, which is which is true. I mean, but given Zalando and Amazon and, and and the other marketplaces, people are very used to it. And 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 certain merchants, certain partners of ours, um, in the very beginning, had sort of the 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 hesitation um, to not, you know, implement 34-up given that we do ship two products. And they said, well, you know, what about sustainability? Is this is this really is this really better than having our own inventory? But given, you know, all of the, the, the transportation companies, um, they all ship, you know, carbon neutral um, at this stage. All of our, our vendors, they, they have recycled um, boxes, recycled packaging. But at the end of the day, exactly what, what, you, what you said, it's, it's much, much more sustainable to have one central inventory um, and be able to ship, um, let's say, you know, um, cases to companies like, like uh, you know, or customers of, of Dine Handy, of, of, of 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 eins in in Austria of refurb of other companies instead of them having their own inventory every time so that's i think the the, the biggest the biggest change that we that we that we allow them to do yeah that makes a lot of sense and um, you use the term embedded cross selling in my understanding is you you want to own that category in that term right is is that correct yeah, that's that's something because I mean, embedded embedded insurance, embedded finance has been has been around for a couple of years um, at this stage, and um, we 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 really want to own that. Um, uh, or we we I think we're also the, the already the category leader, given that no one else really does it. Um, but but embedded cross selling is, is such a strong term um, for us because it works in so many different fields and so many verticals. If you if you for instance, say, hey, we're doing embedded insurance. It, it kind of it kind of narrows it down to you know certain certain merchants and travel, for instance, sure, in electronics. But that's that's kind of that's kind of the limit. And um, and, uh, and and embedded cross selling is really everything else. Um, but also embedded insurance and, and and embedded finance is still part of embedded cross selling. So we're we're creating a category that's even above that still um given as i said the, the 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 huge opportunities i mean as i said we have partners that that use our um our api purely to uh to push um or to showcase carbon uh, carbon footprint offset products right so you can also do that um you can do insurances you can do um physical products you can do digital products um all the way to we want to be able to we, we don't have that yet but also um um something similar that you know from from paypal for instance where customers are able to donate a euro or two to a certain cause, this is also something that we that we then see under the whole you know um, umbrella of of, of embedded um, cross selling. And it's one thing saying we want to own the category, and it's another thing owning it. And the test is usually when the other side quotes it back to back to you, right? So, hey, you you go the guys who do embedded cross selling, right? So, how do you own it? Uh, not just say you own it. Um, well, there's 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 a couple of um, uh, things that we do. Number one is, for instance, podcasts. Of course, you know, really explaining um, explaining to to the world what we what we do. Um, we of course do PR events, um, 
but but a lot of times we also um, are now in the process of of, of, of finding um, ambassadors, finding people that really like what we do, um, that also see this from a I said from from a sustainability perspective, helping little merchants, helping smaller merchants. Also, we do also help bigger ones, but um, but also to 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 support us in that role um, and. And I think this is this is something um, where we where we already do see success. Um, and then and then at the end of the day, also of course, you know, content, uh, blog entries. Um, so so really openly communicating, but also constantly using really um, the, the the word embedded cross selling everywhere yeah. we can make that omnipresent and in that particular target audience Correct. because you're not talking to the average person in the street but the people who would actually buy that yeah Correct. makes it i mean i wanted to ask you you have been in sales for a long time indirectly uh, obviously sometimes directly indirectly as well i mean we all sell <laughs> that's part of being an entrepreneur um, but you have a lot of experiences b2b b2c lots of different markets um so what are what are your learnings what what is working in sales right now and what may be timeless Mm -hmm. um, I think I think um, um, timeless is is really the the the, the question um, going into a conversation with a new prospect or with a partner is like okay what what is what is their current biggest problem um, and potentially it's not something that you have a solution for as thirty five up or as you know as 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 as, as the salesperson um, but I believe and this is also what I've seen from the last ten years what what has helped tremendously is investing in that relationship by enabling or helping that counterpart with the problem that he or she has. So for instance, let's say um, um, a certain merchant has the biggest issue currently with, let's say with bad reviews, um, like, like, like Caseable had in 2019. Um, there are companies that, that, that are able to support um, merchants like that to actually get back on track much more or much quicker than 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 what we did, um, and 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 I think after after ten years building up a network, um, that is something that I um, I think was one of the key parts for me is really in, investing in that network because not everyone, as I said, needs um, you know thirty five up exactly at that moment when you pitch it. Um, there could be other or bigger problems, but helping that person with you know solving that problem will stick with 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 that person and will give you a much higher likelihood to then say okay let's 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 do it let's 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 give 34 up a try um especially in the very beginning when you don't have that much track record right so this is this is building up trust but building but but making the other person understand that it's it's not about really all about your own sale um, but rather hey really helping the problem because that gives you as it for you know what what I from from my experience the the, the strategic um, advantage to then also have you know that trust that you can do that with your own with your own software um, or with your own with your with your own product um, and currently um, you know given the macroeconomic um, challenges and everything I think you know that 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 is kind of coming back like okay where how have the problems shifted. Um, we've seen it in the last two years with supply chain issues. We've seen it with, um, you know, of course, given the the, the the climate crisis, but we've also seen it with with, with inflation um, and 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 struggles that our merchants have. And this is where we then slightly adapt, of course, you know, the the, the, the message um, to okay, where how can we now quickly help? You you know, in in of course, in the long run, but also but also very very you know 
you know, in, in, in really in the, in the shortest um, period of time now, you know, given, given Q4 is, in, 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 is, is, is at the doorstep. Very interesting. Yeah, I, I agree also with the internal, uh, the the eternal principles of sales. You mentioned it's it's basically this paradox, right? That you sell by not actually selling, at least on the yeah. how how the terms often use, but by helping people. And, and you know, it's often said that um, you know we all uh, we all want to be helped, but no one wants to be sold to. And I think this is this is so true. Um, I also wanted to ask about Kumu, which is another not a business venture, not a startup, but something else. Would, would you would you mind talking about that to us? Uh, sure. So 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 Kumu is something we um, so my wife and I um, uh, thought about in 2018 when we we're traveling through through Africa. And I'm a strong I have a strong passion for 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 education. And I think because especially the, even the poorest countries um, or, or poorest neighborhoods. You know, people that do not have the privilege of 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 being, you know, sort of in the in the, in the, in, the, in, in in you know developed developed countries and have access to to you know, all the the social benefits um, that we have. Um, we we've seen this in 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 Malawi as as one of the you know poorest countries in the world that people are super eager to 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 study. They really want to, but then they they struggle of of being able to go to college, going to going to university, given it's just too expensive. Um, and we thought about like, hey, let's let's build something where we're able to match people. Um, that um, are could, could be even mentors, but could also donate and and, and give money to those to those um, uh, kids to then be able to 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 afford college. And and the process is that you know the the money that people do donate go directly to the it goes directly to the university. Um, and and we already had or have set up quite the quite the process. It's still in the in 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 sort of the the, the go live phase, so to speak. It's it's still quite quite the challenge to find also people on the ground that because you need one or two people on the ground that that that, that manage it. Um, but the idea is really to enable um, people in or you know kids um, teenagers to 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 go to 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 go to college, go to university, but that with the help of a mentor that doesn't um, only you know, just send you money, but also has direct access to you. Um, and, and, and there's a, you know, cause I, 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 my strong belief is also everyone can learn from everyone. Right. And, and even people in sort of developed countries can learn a lot for themselves, maybe values, maybe really just self, you know, understanding that your own problem that you currently think you have, which you of course think it's very big. And then you see the challenges that others have, you're like, yeah, Maybe it's not that big after all. Um, so, so I think that's that's that 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 was quite quite crucial for me. And I'm trying to to um, to of course you know use the partners that that Caseable has, that 35 Up has, to support us sort of in that um, in, in 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 that journey. That, that's obviously a very different audience. You know, the, the people in Malawi. Um, you want to in, encourage and maybe help uh, to go to university and get further education. So, what have what has that taught you about communications? Uh, speaking to a very different audience, and obviously being mindful that you can't come in there as the you know the hero from Europe who who's going to solve all their problems. And you know that there's I would imagine there's some sensitivities as well. So could you talk us through that process? That's pretty much exactly what you already said. It's it's I think that the the most important is that you do not come in as hey you're the white person that comes in and tell them what to do right i think that's 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 the most cru most crucial part and i think adapting to the to the local processes um understanding where really the the, the problems is and just offering um sort of a mentorship and and 
not 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 really from a like you should do that, but more from like okay, my experience is, and maybe this is something for for you to consider. But always have that sort of as a as a as a self self reflection um, um, uh, topic, and 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 not you know tell people exactly what to do. This is something that I also learned um, heavily from 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 joining uh, EO. It's sort of this entrepreneurs organization that would never and no one ever would give you um would you know tell you what to do but rather um exchanging experiences um and i think this is something that that especially also with the with the target audience for for kumu um in malawi a lot of people have just seen how sort of the western world comes in and say hey, okay this is this is some this is how you should build build a dwell this is this is how you should you know take care of your teeth. This is, and, and it's, 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 it's not that of course it's, it's, it's experience sharing, but there's a very fine line in, in experience sharing versus, okay, you should do it like that. Um, and I think that's, 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 you know, also, you know, one of the, one of the, the biggest, the biggest takeaways um, um, for, for, for Kumo is really to understand the locals. Is it, is it really, is it, you know, just, just giving, giving money and, and sort of the mentorship, but is, or, or is it, you know, giving them giving them access to 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 western education and 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 doing partnerships where they can where they can study online right so it's 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 a very very uh, good good process of of still developing developing the 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 product and 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 the service yeah Um, so i think that's super interesting thank you for sharing that and and i wanted to ask you maybe that's also not the easiest question but your um your your, your family business which uh, i think had a pretty hard time during covid uh 200 years old so that already tells us it's not a tech business but uh would you mind sharing what what happened there yeah so we so in 2018 um was sort of a turning point but we thought okay you know my, my sister came in after we we kind of decided to 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 buy out the banks to buy out the loans um from them to you know structure the the, the business in a way to make it you know you know survivable in the future the company itself is a um a company that does hats caps headwear for i said 205 years and we we i if it hadn't been for covid i think it would be still quite successful given also the measures that my sister and you know and the board and everyone had 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 taken but i would even say you know COVID came came a couple of uh, a couple of years too early, or even you know shouldn't have come at all, of course. But you know, in, in that case, it came a couple of years too early. Um, the problem really was, in, in I think it started in two thousand in two thousand ten already, um, and this was also big big learning for me um, about communication. Um, there were a lot of people that um, in the in the company, um, you know, in, in, in the 2010s and, and, and forward that just had only seen that one company, right? Worked there for 20, 30, 30 years. And then and then I came in and I remember in 2012 and 13 and say, hey, we, we really have to do um, online first, right? We have to become a direct consumer brand, and the 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 sheer amount of of uh, you know of negativity that came that came along is that we can't do that. We need to protect the uh, the retail. We we need to protect our customers. We can't do that. So I only heard we can't, we can't, we can't. But given that I was I was I was fully fully involved in in Caseville, of course I could only sort of give um give give my advice and my experience sharing um my biggest mistake then was 
you know, that I underestimated the, the, the communication culture, right? There was, there was no communication culture. There were no meetings at the time. There was, there was a couple, there were a couple of people in the management. They took the decisions. They said, okay, this is, this is how we've always done it. And this is how we're going to continue to do it. And that was the, I would even say the beginning of, 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 of the end, or at least the, the end, how, how, how the company was in, in the past. Right now, it's, 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 it's my sister with a much, much smaller team. So we sold parts of the company, um, or the majority of the company, um, and, and carved out sort of a direct to consumer business, um, to, to kind of, you know, start from, from, um, what we originally wanted to do in 2000, in 2013 or early on. Um, but it, it, it all comes down to that I wasn't, or we weren't able to really to capture and motivate, um, the people to go into a new route to under either to use communication, to use that, to, um, to, to really make them understand what transformation is, is required. Um, and I, as I said, I don't even blame anyone here. Um, it, it's just from a, if I, if I had to do it again, this is really where I would start early on, have meet, weekly meetings, check-in meetings, work on case studies, make them understand how the process was at, at other companies that, that, that underwent a similar, a similar transition. Um, but it was just, it was, it was not enough at the time. And, and also there were a couple of people that, you know, should have left a while earlier and, and just didn't, and just hung, you know, just got too attached to power, too attached to, to the past. At the end of the day, it was really too attached to the past and not facing, okay, the, the challenges that are, that are about to come. Um, and if that had happened, I think even a, a COVID the, the, the sort of the, the COVID struggle would have been easier to cope with. Um, but, uh, but that was, yeah, it was, it was, I w- it was, it was too late, I'd say. Yeah. It must've been tough. I mean, you as the e-commerce expert, you know, having the right answer, but not being able to move the company in the direction of direct to consumer. And then obviously retail took a kick to the teeth when COVID happened. And if that's the only distribution channel, then that, that must've been tough. It, it, it really was. It, it really was. It, it, it still is because, I mean, I, I hate living in the past and I, I never do that. I never regret anything um, from, you know, the, the decisions. That's uh, also quite, quite, quite the, the big learning. But, of course, you sometimes sit there and it's like, okay, if that, then this. So it's, <laughs> I think it's just, it's just a very human, human behavior. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And it's, yeah, I mean, change is, change is hard and change processes in company are, you know, it's, it's tough. Um, and it takes a long time, it takes a lot, a lot of meetings, as you said, and that constant repetition of why are we doing this? What, you know, what happens next? Taking people with you, maybe moving some people out who are not on board because they're usually like three camps. You have the people who live in the past and don't want to change. You have people who are gung-ho for change. They're just waiting for a change agent. And there's usually a crowd in the middle, often the biggest group, which is uh, open, but hasn't decided they're sitting on the fence, right? And then all the communication really focuses on that group, that big group to tip the scales towards change but that's often easier said than done and it requires a lot of effort and time i'm totally with you on that it it, it really does and then also you know and also the, the the guts to then really take hard decisions of saying okay you know we mm. unfortunately need to let certain certain people go because they are just not ready you know one of the groups that you just mentioned is just not ready for for change um but given they were super important in in the past of where the company is that is 
one of the toughest, you know, um, also, you know, from a communication perspective to explain to everyone else why you took that decision um, is, is, yeah. is tough. It's tough. Doable, but tough. It's definitely tough. And let, let's let's talk about happier things. Um, you just raised, raised a nice uh, nice sum of money, 5 million euros, I believe, um, for 35Up. So things are going well. So what's the money for? What can we expect from 35Up over the next year or so? Um, so, so for, um, first of all, thanks, thanks for, for thanks, thanks for that. Um, we, we are currently really in the process of setting up, um, um, a sales, uh, a structured sales team, um, in the past, because right now it was mostly founder sales or not mostly it was only founder sales. Um, and that works pretty well for a certain, until a certain extent, but, um, it's difficult to, uh, to, to, to clone founders or to, you know, who, who, who burn for a topic, um, um, like like crazy, so it's that this is this is something where we where we mostly use the money for um, is, is 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 tech and and, and sales. Um, we currently were only or mo- like I'd say ninety percent of the company is currently tech, which is also for me super interesting, a very very new experience. Um, given you know at Caseable it was quite the opposite. Um, it was you know I would say you know ninety percent you know, marketing sales production and then 10% tech. Um, <clears throat> so this is, this is, this is also super interesting for, for, for me to, to grow. Um, but yeah, you're, it, it, it's essentially really investing in, in, in marketing, investing in, 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 in communication, making sure that everyone knows what, what embedded cross-selling is, but also understands that we're sort of the, the ones that, you know, invented and created that category. Um, um, all the way to, to, to really make the, make the product, more scalable through in you know through um, plugins through um, through SDKs through um, sort of basically much easier for for our merchants to onboard us. That's that's what we currently invest in most. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It's you're at that point in in the company's uh, trajectory where you have to set up specific teams, for, especially as you said, sales. Um, and and you know that's um that's the next phase makes a lot of sense do you do you think internationally globally do you do you see this in a particular market or is it universal so it's 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 the, the product itself is, is 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 universal um we this is also where we see quite the quite the positive trend from our merchants um you know for instance refurb so refurb is um is, is you know a, a bigger customer of ours bigger you know bigger partner of ours um and um they also expand heavily into other european uh countries um and what helps is of course we onboard um, local uh, vendors in those countries. Um, so with only that one API that they had integrated already anyways, right, which is already in their checkout, in their in their funnel, um, customers then within, let's say, France or, or Austria, they would get um, products, um, their, you know, the, the cross-selling products from the local uh, vendors, which then again saves, you know, s- you know saves a lot of money in, 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 in transportation, um, it's it's much quicker with with the customer, but also helps um, our merchants drastically to say, okay, you know, we're we're going internationally. Are you guys there already? And this this is sort of also how we, at least for the time being, uh, tend to grow. We grow with our merchants when they say, hey, we're you know we're already live in five countries. Now we want to go, let's say, to the U.S. Then we would start you know onboarding partners in the u.s because given the algorithm that we have given you know the tech that we have we know what works um or 
most likely know what works um, and, and, and help them that way. And that is, I think, the biggest, the biggest message you can also send out to, to new prospects, you know, um, that, that with the current merchants that we have, when they go international, they still can, they can still use us without much of an effort. Yeah, perfect. So embedded cross-selling uh, in, in a global way, perfect. F final question, Klaus. Thank you. This was really insightful. And thank you for being so open and sharing a lot of the, also the stories that hurt, I'm sure. Um, but, you know, it, it just shows that you are a very, um, not just confident founder, which you obviously are, but also a very um, advanced one when it comes to communications. And, and it's it's great to pass that on, I think, to, to other founders. Um, what would be your most valuable communications advice if a young, younger founder would ask you? Um, I, th I think what we, what we really started um, uh, from from the very beginning is, is really this this very very open um, communication um, and asking for help, um, asking asking for help in you know in 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 the, in the way you you should do business, the way you create your you know create your, create your business. I think I think essentially it comes down to yeah, just ask for help um, and and understand for yourself what 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 you want to take from that and what you don't. Perfect. Uh, thank you. Uh, widely agree. That's amazing. Thank you, Klaus. Thanks for sharing. And uh, yeah, thanks a, lot. thanks a lot. See you soon.